Radio Tiny House is on the air. Our shed home has been shared more than one million times on the internet. Kind of cool, but kind of weird too. Anyway, welcome to the show. We're live. We are live. Uh, we're we're alive too, which is always a good thing. Uh, today is uh, Tuesday, March second. Welcome to Radio Tiny House. I'm Barry Smith. I'm Beth. I'm a little um, tired today, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, well, this is. This is a, I mean, you know, physically, this is a, a tough thing to do. Right. Come up and do a podcast? <laughs> no, it's more mentally. It is It is a mental There's exercise. Stuff, stuff um, going on in my head today. But so. it's, it. well, we also, I mean, we started out the day. Uh, the, the we're dog, not talking about the dogs and the chickens. Well, okay. We're up. not talking about the dogs and the that, chickens. We do that every, seems we, like we, every we Tuesday had a chicken we have escape. a dog chicken thing. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's rural farm life. Yeah. Well, so now the chicken bunker is going to get fortified today. Yes. <laughs> it's already a bunker, and now I need to make it more fortified. We, yeah, we do have to, um, yes. Yes. Make so, it, well, we don't have to make it dog-proof. Um, we just need to make it chicken-proof. Right. They're escaping. I thought I the thought goats was... were escape artists, but the rabbits are, I mean, the, the chickens, uh, chickens are, are worse. Oh. Well, it doesn't help that there's a, do- a chicken-eating dog just outside of the <laughs> bunker that they're in. What breed of dog do you have? Well, she's a chicken-eating chicken dog. dog. <laughs> anyway, welcome to, to the uh, the podcast. We hope you're having a great day. Hope that everybody that experienced uh, tropical co- storm, uh, not tropical storm, winter storm, Uri, that was not tropical. I completely, I, mean, I usually say tropical because when well, I refer to storms- to name- Winter storms that I recall. They no. used to always be tropical storms or hurricanes that were named, and now we're naming everything. Yes, we're naming everything. So the breeze. Sorry, I got a nose itch. I got to fix that. The breeze that blew through yesterday, I'm going to call Belinda. Okay. So our the, friend Belinda the, might take exception uh, to that. The breeze <laughs> Belinda came through right. our our neck of the woods the other day. Anyway, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well from from uh, Uri. Uh, that was a. Uh, uh, a, it was a freak storm. B, it was um, uh, just terrible that that people aren't weren't prepared. And once again, and this happened in Texas, which is the land of of, of people being, um, you know, rugged individuals and, and being prepared. Um, just another reason to, you know, have a generator, buy a ninja bat like we did. Um, they're not expensive. Buy, um, you know, a. a a week's worth of food to have on hand that you don't have to have refrigerated. Uh, it's easy to do. Please do it. Thank you. <laughs> Hang on. That's my readiness. I'm going to edit this out. I oh, have gonna... flying up in my nose, and I can't. Get it. Every time I breathe, it tickles. Okay, so I'm moving on. I'm not fiddling around. No, she doesn't even play the fiddle. She plays the recorder some, and she used to play the piano, but no fiddle. And where we live, you should play the fiddle. You should. She promised me for years that she was going to learn to play the bagpipe, and she hadn't done that yet. This she. This is the she. You she. Yes. You did promise. You did say. You always wanted wanted to to learn how to play the bagpipes. Basically, it looks. So, in third or fourth grade, I took recorder, right? I mean, like, you know, recorder lessons. And the I think it's just playing a recorder with a lot of volume. <laughs> you know, like meh, and a recorder. So, I wanted to get a chanter, a canter. Canter, yeah. All that thing. Uh-huh. 
and learn to play the bagpipes. And I've just never done it. I need to do that, but I which, have so many things on my plate right now. Which I'd be okay with because I absolutely love bagpipes. A lot. Of, my grandmother hated bagpipes. Well, some people love them. And I some love them. Hate them. I absolutely love them. Um, someday we'll go to the um, Edinburgh Tattoo, and you can have all the bagpipes. And drums I, I want to do that. that. Anyone could ever want. I want to do that. Bagpipes stir my soul. And yeah, I, I, love I them. don't know. It's probably my Scottish heritage, probably, or just the fact that I like noisy things. Um, <laughs> Well, you did marry me. So, uh, well, you're not noisy. I'm noisy. <laughs> you're just loud. Uh, <laughs> Two. Beth, um, backstory a little bit. Beth is a singer, and um, she has a beautiful voice. But um, when we used to record in studio or do live performances, uh, because even we now? were in a group together, even now, all the sound engineers go crazy the first time they try to record her or to mix her live. Because she does something, her or she's got a, a vocal presence or vocal quality Timber, somehow. I don't know what it is that just shreds microphones. And so if 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 you know everybody would use just a cheap microphone, and Beth would have to have this, you know, Special nice one. highfalutin one that had a large <laughs> diaphragm and all that kind of stuff, so she wouldn't blow the microphone. Anyway, she's a soprano. She has a beautiful voice. Thank but you. that's not a. It's not a Beth Smith commercial. It's just no, because I don't really an, sing much it's anymore. It's just an appreciation. So last week, we featured our daughter. Yes, we did. In her what Beth calls Tiny House One. Right, and it's up. I got it up. I had my computer failed halfway through my uh, installation <laughs> of it, and um, I thought it had died. And I realized that I had not backed up my Mac, and I'm like, which I have yet to do, but because I've been busy since two or three nights ago, but um, man, if that all dies, I'm sunk. So I've got to back it up. we got to back it up. So uh, that means that I'll have to back it up. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> when I say we, that's what I mean. <laughs> just to be clear. So that just a, a continuance, though, of all the problems that we had last week just continued yeah. with your My Mac just stopping, it, like freaking out. So I was like, I so therefore I freaked out. So yeah, I mean, technology, we have pretty current technology. We, we know our way around technology. We've been doing it all our lives. Yep. But sometimes when your life is built on technology, things happen. Like if you could see the number of wires that are connected here today, which wires <laughs> drive me crazy. I'm like, uh, yeah, you understand why things fail. Well, everything now has to be plugged in, you know, with a USB plug. Right. The lights that we use are, are USB mm -hmm. uh, plug in. Uh, now we could plug those into USB connections on the wall, but you've still got to have all these these and crazy wires, and cameras, microphones, routers, everything's, everything's plugged in uh, into a, to fail. into a computer. It kind of looks like one of those <laughs> the movies where you know they had one wall socket in a room. Oh, and all those and things all plugged the, yeah, it? Yeah, Christmas Story. I think they had all those things yeah. plugged into one wall wall socket or outlet. Yeah, and um, it sparked all the time. Yeah, when they plug the Christmas bad, tree in. No, we're not that bad. It's, luckily, it's low voltage, but we're <laughs> yeah. not going to kill ourselves. But <laughs> it's still a problem. Or, or light the Christmas tree on fire. So okay. anyway, that was. That but we're was, we're not talking about anything we're supposed to be talking about. Well, that, Tiny House One was pretty well received. Yeah, uh, I think we got some good hits on the internet. Lots of people watching it. Yeah, um, yeah, we've actually had a whole lot of views yeah, on that yep. thing, <laughs> even though it crashed crashed halfway through and I don't didn't get the right thumbnail up and blah 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 so I don't know what's happening but anyway we do have quite a few views on that one because I think we've been talking about tiny house for, for we a have. while and we are having some weird delay stuff oh man 
This I hate. <laughs> you we are, hate it. Uh, we are. Uh, we're. I don't know how to fix this. Oh, there it goes. It fixed, yeah, itself. It fixed itself. I don't know. Maybe it's our internet. You never know with our internet. With Windstream, it's uh, <clears throat> you know kind of <clears throat> catches catch can. Um, yeah, I don't know what we'll do. So what are you doing? I'm Why? looking up something. Oh. Um, so uh, a top, one of my things I like to do is a top reason uh, for going tiny or shetty. And this week, I know this sounds counterintuitive for a tiny house, but um, more space is a reason to have a tiny house or All a shed right. home. The reason I'm saying that is because it's a lot of people that do tiny houses or shed homes, well, tiny houses in particular, um, want to be in a neighborhood somewhere. They want to be in an in in-town location like we're getting ready to, to go visit. Um, they want to be in an ADU in somebody's backyard. Um, but a lot of people, maybe the majority of people, want to have space. They want to be able to go Outdoor buy property. Space. Sure, but it's still space. So you can, and that's, my, that's why, what I'm getting to. You can buy property and you can put a tiny house on 20 acres, and you've got a ton of space to do other things outside. So you can build a barn. You can build um, a party shed if you want to do that. You can build a pavilion. Yeah, you thought you were getting a pub, but then the goats got <laughs> I, your building. Yes, the goats got my pub. <laughs> that was a sad day. That but there, I, I do like the goats. They're, um, they're the... I if like you the have goats the opportunities, well, you've never liked dogs that much. No, I mean, if don't you say have that the aloud, opportunity, then all the people that love dogs will um, hate you. Hate me. Well, no, they won't. Uh, she does like some dogs. She just doesn't like our current dog. But I've I've figuring out a way to make her like her better. Tiny houses uh, offer you the opportunity to have more outdoor space. So if you're in a subdivision, you have the yard that came with your house, right? You can't do much on it, depending on what subdivision you're you're living in. You can't even put an ADU on it because of of uh, of the homeowners association, right. let's say. Um, but if you have your own property, whether you're rural or you have a very large lot somewhere in the city, um, I mean, my aunt and uncle had what five acres in the city. They had a massive lot. Of course, it was like this, very steep. Um, but um, Outdoor space is important. Even even if you live in a subdivision, being able to get outside is is important. You have to be able to to get back in touch with nature. And I think that's one of the things that that I love about where we live is that we do have outdoor space. We have room to put uh, sheds out there. We have room to put. Uh, Beth wants to do a grain bin. Um, so pavilion. it's a pavilion. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it gives you room to, to kind of stretch out a little bit, uh, even though you're living in a tiny space. So that's why I say you get more room when you have a tiny home yeah. or a shed home. Yeah, often I mean, you do. I, I mean, our shed home is, is fairly large. I wouldn't call it a tiny house, but it is for us. Right. Certainly a very small house. Uh, so you're looking at me like you're bored with this. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, so uh, moving on, because Beth is, uh, wants me to move on, obviously. Uh, Ikea. <laughs> I haven't done anything. I'm just watching you talk. <laughs> so uh, Ikea, which we talked about a couple of, of uh, episodes ago, uh, has their tiny house out. And yeah, we read some details about we it. We did. Yeah. It's, it may not Man. be... Um, 
the most effective way to have a tiny house. Yeah, you need or, to, if you just think you're going to get a ti- IKEA tiny house, you better read up on yeah, it. Yeah, it starts at about 47.5. And I'm not sure from what I read, and obviously I read an article in the uh, Stamford Advocate, which you can find at stamfordadvocate.com. Oh, my. Um, and look up the IKEA tiny house. Um, starts at 47.5, and I don't know that you get any insulation in the building with that. I, I don't know. that. I don't really know. We, you need to do some research if you're thinking you might buy IKEA. Yeah. I mean, the wonderful thing about IKEA is, and we've talked about this before, we did a going to IKEA thing, but we really didn't do much about, like, I don't think of the videos, but they're all, you know, there's tiny rooms. They have them organized. I mean, if anybody can organize a tiny space, it's IKEA. Right. Right. Um, but it doesn't, I don't know that they figured out the whole building situation. I don't think they're certified by anybody. So if you're going to go do that there, I think they're going to be really adorable. I just think you need to do your research about what's inside and underneath and right. you know, yeah, how, yep. how, it how is. they're built and, and, and right. all those things. Uh, because chances are that, that, um, uh, you know, with codes and everything, you may not be able to put that on your property. So make sure that if you, if you want to, I mean, it may be a nice novelty item, and it'll be a great thing if they have one at the Atlanta IKEA oh, to just yeah. drive down and go see it. I mean, that would be that'd I think be people fun. Will be drawn to go see it. Right. I just think you need to make sure you do research. Right. So yes, but they're there if you want to see them. Uh, the pictures that I found again at StamfordAdvocate.com. Um, it's a cute little thing. It really is. But Ikea, you know, they, they kind of um, got their start in small spaces to begin with, right. with small apartments and uh, small houses in Europe and then uh, dorm rooms all over the world. So, that, I mean, they know how to do small oh. spaces. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how they've done a tiny house. I like the idea. I'm just not sure it's, it's done well. We'll see. We'll see. If they have one here, we'll certainly go look at it and videotape it and ask lots of questions. Yep, yep. Beth's good at asking lots of questions. I do. She she doesn't quite I take do a ask, clipboard with her. I do ask lots of questions. She, I just got off the phone with somebody. Yes. We'll talk. I well, I think we'll talk about that. A little all right, bit. we'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Beth has a clipboard in her brain that is just going all the time. I can't help it. Um. So it's in news today, we've got, uh, and we'll just we'll just talk about <laughs> what you just stuff in my throat. <laughs> Sorry. Time out. <laughs> well, I'll cover for for uh-uh. her while she's choking. No? No, that way I can edit it out. Oh, okay. Don't cover for me. Okay. Silence. This was an edit point. There. Um, wood prices continue to climb, and a lot of it is based on COVID and well, supply and, and, and demand. You, you- Mentioned, which I don't even know why we didn't think about it, but all the wildfires out in California. Well, that's right there, written in there last year because of California's wildfires. No, I know, but you were telling me that earlier, and I was like, well, duh, I didn't even think about it. We've had two years of big, f- big fires, fires in California, yep. and, and I'm assuming that's a lot where a lot of our lumber comes from. It is. From. It is indeed. I mean, I don't think about that because, you know, I live in Georgia, and there are pine forests here, and we used to buy four pine. Right. Right, but I guess if you're a big manufacturer of two by fours you're going to get them wherever you get them right and if the if the half of the west coast doesn't have two by fours where are they going to get them they're going to get them from the east coast right making my prices go up so and they're and and building is still happening big time. so it's um i mean everybody's building right now. in the atlanta area for sure it's um insanity uh, it is uh, we've never really 
even when the economy was was kind of slow, uh, we didn't have a, a it slowed down a little bit in Atlanta, but it never stopped in the metropolitan Atlanta area. And um, it continues to grow um, north of the city, just just about 15 miles south of us. Which used to there's be rural land. Now rural, it's yeah, not. now it's there's either a massive subdivision going in there, or it's a it's a huge apartment complex. A lot of buildings. Yep. So I mean, costs are 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 still going up for that the the raw building materials. Right. So the option is paying higher prices for wood. Yes. Or building your tiny house with or shed else. home with something else. So you can't. You could use rock. We've got rock here on our enough rock on our property to build. um, We have granite and we have uh, limestone, limestone, something. Limestone, I think. Um, And uh, we have an outcropping of of Stone Mountain, which kind of has granite veins all over the southeast that are are related to uh, the Mother Mountain, I guess. Stone Mountain, (laughs) the Mother Mountain. Um, But uh, you know, another option would be a yurt. I mean, yeah, or, you know, tiny house on wheels doesn't take. I mean, of course, that's another reason to go small is you're not using as much. But still, people who go small also are looking to keep within a budget. Right. So So dirt. You could use adobe. Adobe Uh, cob. Beth has always wanted to do a cob house. I have. Uh, We haven't done that yet. That's a lot of work. A lot of work. I would like to do something, Cobb. We do. I would too. We're going to do our pizza oven out of Cobb. I think yes, we're going yes, to do an earth oven. Done, but I don't do. I, you know, I have that five degrees of comfort. So the weather's got to. Yeah, be I know right. the weather's got to be right, and it can't be too wet or too humid or too <laughs> the or hair, too. the nails. You know. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> but a better option than all those, right, is metal. Metal. So yeah. Beth had an exciting conversation with somebody this morning. I did. Uh, we the local metal distributor that where we got our roof. Um, we've gotten, I guess, just mainly our roof. Right. Um, they have. Uh, they built a little house next to them. They had a contractor come build a little house next to them that has is metal studs made and out of went, there. Yeah. We went and looked at it a couple of years ago, but it was too expensive compared to wood. Right. Well, guess what's happened? Wood has gone crazy. And um, now the other thing that's precipitated my phone call to the guy is that we have heard the news that Tough Shed has discontinued the building that we have. Right. So many of you would like to own one like. Right. right? And we had heard from uh, somebody here in the Atlanta area that they were still going to sell them, but that they... um, they just weren't going to put them on the lots anymore. Right. Now we know that they're... That well, that, we've heard, again, we've heard for a again, couple of people. Yeah, but these people are maybe more reliable than, than right. our source, uh, that they are just going to stop manufacturing the TR-1600 model right now altogether. Right now altogether. Now, they, somebody said it was for liability reason. I assumed it was for lumber shortages. I'm not really sure. And I have a couple of Tough Shed folks in my group, and I haven't had a chance to... Uh, track them down, but it sounds pretty definitive that they, at least for now, discontinued that two-story model, which right. is what a lot of people. We start the idea of going tiny and tiny because we want to be do something inexpensive, but then we realize, oh, we need a bedroom and we need a bathroom and we need a whatever, and all those things take a certain amount of space, right? Right, and so your house goes from being a hundred square feet to seven hundred and sixty-eight square feet, right? right? Like we have. Oh, we probably could have done something smaller, but we wanted a decent living, dining, bathroom space and the upper floor. 
when you're building um, a foundation is cheap is an expensive part of your building, right? right. Yeah, second so floor is, is cheap ch- space. Yeah, your second floor is almost free. Right. I mean, comparatively. So that's why we built with um, two stories. Anyway, so Tough Shed, we think, is going to put on the TR sixteen hundred or this two floor. Two-floor. Two-floor two, building. Two-floor, I like that. Two-story. That's a combination. I don't know. I don't like these stories. stairs. This this house is two-floory for me. <laughs> anyway, so um, I've been looking into some sort of replacement for that for the people that are in our group. And I called the metal building guys today. And um, we are working on a, some ideas around that. But here's the thing. Metal building framing, metal framing used to cost about 15% more than wood. Lumber, right. Now they're dead even. But metal gives you some opportunities that you – it's pluses and minuses. Everything you do has pluses and minuses. But it gives you some things. First off, it's not going to rot. It's got better wind damage, wind, wind lateral loads. Right. They can also strengthen it for snow loads. So you get a lot more – you can make it more customized to what you're looking for. Without having to change the dimensions. Like if you're in the snow loads, you have to change lots of things in order to hold snow. Right. With metal buildings, that's not as much the case. Right. So we were talking and brainstorming about how that might work for our group and the people that follow us if they want to get something. So I'm working with the – and they ship everywhere. So we're going working working on something around that. So I'm excited about it. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, I I just got off the phone with them before I came up today, and I wasn't going to say much, but um, and I'm not. I'm just kind of telling you that this is something we're working on as a replacement idea about folks who want to live inexpensively. And right. honestly, the prices right now seem really reasonable. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited about it. And and we'll have more on that as probably in the, in the coming it. weeks as we develop uh, a plan and. Uh, then we can tell you about our relationship with them and stuff like that. Yeah, we, we don't know where that's going, but I think that w- what we'd love to be able to offer, figure out, is another option that's reasonable. Right. Yeah. That, that, that It doesn't have to be metal on the outside, let's be clear. No, not many people want to live in something that looks like a garage. Right. Barnabiniums are popular. And and there's a lot of reason to do it, but most people don't want to go that far out of track. They want something that looks more like a house. Right. So we're working on that. Yeah, and 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 metal gives you you know a lot of options too. That, yeah. Uh, that you yeah. just you you have the same thing with wood, but they're you know they may be different options, but they may be in some ways better options. Well, at least I mean, depending you know on the where termites, you live. And I mean, you know, in, in places like Australia where they have what my Australian cousins call white ants. I don't even I can't yeah, even say yeah. it that way. White, white ants. White ants. White. White. White ants. Yeah, um, which is their version of termites that eat. Wooden houses, um, probably one of the reasons it costs housing is so expensive in Australia. Right. But well, we, of course, we have those here in the we south do. too. We have lots of termites, and so if you're thinking about that, and if you're putting it almost straight on the ground, like we're doing with treated wood, I mean, metal makes a lot of sense. The question is, can you afford it? And secondarily, how do atta- how do you attach things to it? And I did ask him lots of questions about that. And then lastly is how do you keep your house insulated so you're not living in a hot, sweaty metal box, which right. we've talked about before. So anyway, we'll, which, we'll know which more. Which apparently the Ikea, a tiny house might be yeah, exactly. because of all the windows. It does does come with solar, which is really cool. Small, but yeah. yeah. All right. So um, we're looking at our notes. Yeah, we're looking at our notes right now, and I'm looking at, at the listeners. Hi there. 
Um, so Beth did her uh, workshop on this past Saturday. Yep. And um, got everybody in. It was a little right at the end. We get got it, everybody in. Get it done in 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I got <laughs> I got a message from somebody that was trying to get in, said she couldn't get in. Yep, we got and in. And so I had to come in here while Beth was live doing her workshop. I usually try to stay away when she's doing those. And um, she said, oh, there's somebody coming in, and I don't know who it is. I'm like, who is coming in my space <laughs> while I'm trying to do this workshop? So but anyway, if, you heard, if you heard her say that, that was me. It wasn't a ghost or you know no. somebody like that. So, yeah, so how was it? It was good. Um, everybody always really complimentary when I do them and um you know everybody's situation is different so I want I try to do as many of them live as I can um because I need to be able to answer their questions right because if like if you're in Arizona your questions are different than if you're in Minnesota so being able to give people well they general, sound different too right general <laughs> knowledge is really hard because it apply things everything is different right um so and Crazy me, because, yes, there's always something going up on up here in my brain. Uh, I kind of know this stuff. Um, I mean, I, I know if I don't know the exact detail, I can tell you where to go find the information. Right. So that's why I do these workshops. So because I see so much misinformation in these groups, not that people are meaning to lead people not, astray. Not, not in our group. Well, but I correct them if they're that's not quite getting in the right direction. But uh, I, I'm talking about Facebook groups. I don't think people mean to leave people astray. I think that they come to it as a perspective of what their values are, talking about cost. Right. Uh, remember, we talked about a guy who kept saying that you should insulate your building with cardboard. Right. <clears throat> no. Um, they're, they're you can little... also use old T-shirts. If yeah. You... I don't well, recommend do that, really. they grind up blue jeans. They do. That's, that's supposed to be pretty good, actually. Um, but they talk about, you know, um, now you got me off track. Um <laughs> Anyway, it's gone. <laughs> All that stuff that is in your head just you flew got out. Sidetracked. So, so um, yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, so they uh, like uh, snow bad, loads, bad advice, wind loads, all those things. They're coming at it from their perspective instead of what might be applicable to the person that they're trying to help. Right, and even a builder in Georgia. I mean, if you're a licensed contractor and builder of mega homes, um. Is not going to know what is going on in Michigan or Minnesota yeah, or but, places I mean, they, like that they because some, they're focused on yeah, building homes in knowledge. Georgia. There's some general knowledge and expertise that you can apply. Right. But right? there's code issues that right. are going to be different from, from state everybody. to state so anyway, we or try city to, help, to city. We try to help in the workshop. We try to help people figure that out. Um, anyway, so that's uh, we did that. And I, I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to do one more live version of that. And then for this year. Um, and then we'll probably do something a little different because we're getting ready to be out of building building season, right? Come, come March and April, that's when foundations are being laid. That's right. when people are digging and getting, and it gets so hot, and people are trying to get their stuff in in the spring. So after that, then we move it on to summer. Right. Right. So we're going to probably, I'll probably do one more of that, and then we'll see where we go. Speaking of we'll spring coming else. up, we need to do a gardening show. Not me. I'm no. not gardening. So, no, that's not my. That's not. I like to try to garden. I'm not as successful as I'd like to be. Well, we I had get a sidetrack. We had uh, a garden last year that we grew more squash and zucchini 
than I have ever seen in my life. Well, from, that's what from grows easily. Just but then two I plants. grew muskmelon that were we hated. Yeah, so didn't like muskmelon you know, at all. No. You never can figure out. You got to figure out what you like. Yep. All right. Yes, indeed. So I get it done in 2021 was good. You had a yep. good time with that. Um, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Uh, yeah, you know, got with my your, brain off your show. track. No, 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 no. I'm talking about coming oh, in on your workshop. In. Yeah. Then, uh, well, the last thing on my list, unless you've got something else you want to talk about, is on March 18th, I think that's the date, we are going to go to a new pocket neighborhood of tiny homes in the Atlanta area in Clarkston. It's called the Cottages on Vaughn. Yep. And who's building those? It's called Microlife Institute. It's a tiny home, um, not for profit, I think, here in Atlanta, but also um, uh, one of the architects that I keep up with has done a lot of the work there. I think he's maybe planned the whole thing. Is that Larry? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he's in our group, actually. But um, Hi, Larry. If. <laughs> if he's listening. But um, we want to show you a pocket neighborhood. We've been talking about really living in a, you know, yes, Barry talked about space. Um, pocket neighborhoods are often in like infill neighborhoods in, ta- in communities. Right. But they also can be done where the people are grouped around a, a central courtyard and then leaving the green spaces on the outside for all kinds of other activities. So I mean, there's various ways that people develop them. Um, but this one is like infill. It's like a tiny little piece of property, and they had like eight cottages on it. Right. But we're going to go videotape it. Um, last time we were there, it was kind of a mud pit. And now we think <laughs> yes. that – and now they're framing and things are up, and we're going to walk through it and probably go live and show you Of course, you with all the rain we've it, had, it probably is still a mud pit. Mud pit. So that's kind of where we're going. That's what we're doing. March the 18th, we're headed into town for another project. Right. And so we're going to swing by there and go do some – if we if it's worth videotaping, which I think it is because I've been following them, um, we'll do some videotaping from the right. space. And also uh, late March, we're going to be doing the uh, Georgia Tiny House Festival, which will be at the uh, Georgia International Horse Park. In Covington or Conyers, I think it's in. I think it is. And, of course, um, now these tiny house festivals are mainly tiny houses on wheels, which right. is not our expertise. Although nope. we've lived in a tiny house on wheels, a couple of them. <laughs> um, but, um, obviously, it's hard to have a tiny house festival when you're dragging sheds there. But when it, there was a shed builder in one of the tiny house right, festivals the, we've been to. We went to, uh, was it year before last? We went to the one down in Hampton, Georgia. Let me be clear. It was a ready removable shed right. builder instead of built on site to code shed Right. It was, that we it was not a tough shed type thing. built to code. It was, yeah, a drag and drop or ready removable. Right. Um, but they were there. They were, they what, were two there. or three and, of them. And honestly, I wish now, in hindsight, I would have loved to have interviewed them. But yeah. we'll, you know. well, we didn't have a podcast then. Well, that and the whole ready removable living in a shed, like that kind of shed, was not on my radar. Right. Weirdly. Yeah, we had this when right, we went we there, but we were not. Office. Yeah. And we, speaking of that. Y- yes. I'm changing the subject just a little oh, bit. Oh, Lord. I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but I am. So I've finally gotten my inspiration piece for my, uh, well, we call it our shoppers. And um, I usually, Barry and I usually do a lot of decorating compromises, right? Yes. Whatever we end up with, it's a compromise. You wouldn't let, she wouldn't let me frame my old football jersey and put it up on the wall. Right. But, you know. But his podcast room is his podcast room. It's, it's. 
not, I mean, decorating, it was just sort of like we were doing it on a th- shoestring. Uh, well, I mean, it was thrown together, honestly. I mean, right. The, well, the like studio... we had this little space and then we're going to add this and I've got this and we did da yeah. da 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 right? So yeah. that was just sort of thrown, thrown yeah. together. And the kids uh, in front of this, in this building, um, the kids will have a homeschool. Um, but I also want it to be a guest suite for friends, my daughter, our Atlanta daughter coming up and spending the night and whatever. But I also, if any of you have seen our house, you know I'm a little in- interested in decorating. Right. So I finally found my inspiration piece for the thing. And I showed it to Barry. I thought he'd go, oh, no, that's there's no way. Right. But it's he cool. actually liked it. So now I'm taking carte. Now that I'm running with it and I'm taking carte blanche in the front part of this office is now going to be called my she shed. So you, and it's going to be whatever I want. I didn't know. They no had, compromises. I didn't know that they still had carte blanche credit cards. Exactly. They don't. <laughs> I'll show you if I can. Uh, I did this before with the weather and it came out. All right. Yes. Here's my. There it is. You can see it. There's my statement piece. That's a green velvet green sofa with uh that turns into a hide a bed. So the cat and, the cats are not going to be allowed no, on uh no cats. green velvet. Well, uh, it's dark enough that if the kids are kind of, you know, get dirt on it, it's not going to be right. that big of a deal. Well, um, and it turns into a hide a bed. I'm like, how much more practical can it be except for a green velvet sofa? Right. Right? So now so, no, I'm but on here's a challenge. the run to get this done. Here's a challenge. It's, this could be a problem, and it just popped into my head. I'm so, sorry. There are no problems. So, this is going to be decorated the way I want it to so be. So we're talking about also having that be a video studio Yep. for, for videos. Well, hence video studio. Hence. Um, hence, which is, again, good word. Um, is that green? If we put up a green screen, will the green sofa dissolve if we use the sofa as a prop? Into it doesn't nothingness. matter. If it does, you'll be sitting on air, and then we'll do something uh, else. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be totally. But we're cool. having a green velvet sofa. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And we'll put that to the side. All right. Uh, by the way, we are going to use it as a video studio. We are right uh, for some other things, and maybe even rent it out, like you know, for by the day. But everything's going to be on wheels except for the sofa. So we can uh, move things around. I thought the sofa had those little tiny wheels. No, it uh, okay. doesn't have it. But everything will be on wheels. We can move it all around, and then uh, and I. But it's going to be my she shed, and I'm just going to go crazy. Great. And you're you're. What's happening? Oh, somebody's calling me. No, which is why I wanted you to put your phone on silent. I did. Oh, I mean That's on silent. airplane airplane mode, not silent. No. So, oh, anyway. Um, we'll edit it out. We'll edit that. No, don't edit. It, it has to be organic. <laughs> Authentic. Authentic. It needs live. to be uh, live. I mean, this is, we're doing a live. This is, well, it's a uh, taped before a live audience. No, we'll least. edit it a little bit. Um, this I have a clap track from my, my podcast. Um, um, I mean, my uh, Zoom P4 has a button I can push on it that's got clapping on it. So we could do that every now and again because because that would have been a good time to add that as, really? a, as a laugh track. Anyway, um, I think that that's it. I think for so. Today um, we're in for some more rain. Our property has become a bog, yeah, and a um, a mud pit. So I'm going to rent the front part of our property property out to people that want to come and grow rice, mud bog, do bogging. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And. Um, because it's uh I'm thinking wet rice patties. Rice patties would be good. Yeah. Yep. We've had a lot of rain. If we keep this up, we'll be able to have peat. Exactly. 
I did throw some lime out yesterday to see if that would help uh, kind of make the soil a little more solid. Yeah, I think we need lots of lime. It's We may need 5,500 bags of yes. lime. All right, so that's it for today. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. It's always fun to do these podcasts, even sometimes if we just fly by the seat of, the, our, of our pants. It's fun to do it. It's just a good creative outlet. So thanks for, for listening, and I'm Barry Smith. And I'm Beth. And we hope to see you next week. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to Radio Tiny House. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so at radiotinyhouse at gmail.com. Or you can find us on our Facebook page, which is My Tough Shed Home. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.